Speaking of Yes with Jay Hall. Earlier this year, Charles Dawson was indicated as the culprit behind the Piltdown hoax. This was actually a supposed ape man, and it was made from a human skull and the jawbone of an orangutan. It was discovered in 1912, but the fraud was not discovered until 1953. This just goes to show how evolutionary assumptions in the scientific establishment views uh, affects how the scientists view the evidence. Worldview matters. Presumptions matter. Our assumptions of how we think the world came to be has a big effect on how we look at the data. Even if you are at the PhD research level, even when you were young, you were exposed to millions and billions of years. So even if you try to fight that bias, you were exposed even subconsciously to some of these ideas. But what about that alleged evidence that proves that the Earth is young? If we could only go back in time, we could settle this issue. Doctor Who is fiction. We have not yet invented a time machine. Don't blink. Science fiction writer Philip K. Dick wrote the story Paycheck back in 1953, the exact same year that the Piltdown hoax was exposed. In his story, he used the idea of a time scoop that could interact with the past. But what if we invented a history observation device, or HOD, to go back in time and we could find out how old the Earth is? Well, until we can actually go down to the store and buy an HOD, we have to look for some other evidence that might support a young Earth. History is a good clue. If we look at the historical records that are actually based on the chronology of when different kings reigned, we only go back to 2500 B.C. Hesiod was a Greek poet, and he was a contemporary of Homer. No, not the Homer from The Simpsons. Hesiod spoke of five ages of man, the Golden Age, the Silver Age, the Bronze Age, the Heroic Age, and the Iron Age. The flood of Deucalion occurred in the Bronze Age. The Trojan War happened in the Heroic Age. Hesiod himself lived in the Iron Age. Note, the Trojan War was a real historical event. And I think it's significant that there were five ages, not 15 or 30. If we go to Middle American cultures, like the Aztecs, the Mayans, the Toltecs, they dated the very beginning between around... 3600 B.C. to 4200 B.C. The town of Troy was discovered in the 1800s. Many people doubted its very existence for a long time. The Mayans were able to accurately measure the solar year to a high degree of accuracy, and the Aztecs were tremendous astronomers, way more advanced than many other cultures. To turn to a more modern source, Ben Carson actually admitted that the Earth may be young. Do you remember the film 2012, directed by Roland Emmerich? It depicted a worldwide catastrophe. It was actually based on Charles Hapgood's pole shift idea. This was even praised by Einstein. Hapgood is mostly noted for his book, Maps of the Ancient Sea Kings, which demonstrates that ancient man traveled the oceans. Stephen Jay Gould recommended that we should not dismiss Hapgood's ideas out of hand, but that he should actually get a fairer hearing for his ideas. I have a similar concept called rapid plate movements, or RPMs. A number of scholars have written sympathetically 
to the young earth idea. Richard Melton, the famous Manson, wrote the book Shattering the Myths of Darwinism and actually argues for a young earth. Melvin Cook wrote favorably toward the young earth concept in his book Prehistory and Earth Models, which came out in 1966. He gives a number of lines of evidence in favor of the young earth, including the non-equilibrium state of the atmosphere for radiocarbon. A C-14 is increasing in the atmosphere, yet it would only take about 30,000 years to reach the equilibrium state. And based on his analysis of this issue, he concludes that the atmosphere must be less than 15,000 years old. Dr. Cook was the professor of metallurgy at the University of Utah and was an explosives expert, and he even won the Nitro Nobel gold medal. He also wrote an article in the journal Nature and asked, where is Earth's radiogenic helium? Through radioactivity, the rocks release helium into the atmosphere. Given the assumption that the Earth is 4.5 billion years old, there is not nearly enough helium in the atmosphere. And based on Cook's uh, investigation, he concluded that the Earth must be less than 35,000 years old. Albert Engel uh, died in 1995. He's especially known for his research on ocean basins. He wrote an article, Time and the Earth, that appeared in American Scientist. In, in it, he pointed out that way back in 1900, many, many scientists were okay with an Earth as young as 50 million years old. Yet a few decades later, it became scientific dogma that the Earth is 4.5 billion years old. How in the world did that happen? He actually gave us a caution that we should take to heart. He suggested that we should quote, clothe our current conclusions regarding time and the earth with humility, unquote. He also pointed out a number of flaws in radiometric dating. Uh, Albert Engel pointed out that early man actually uh, thought that earth's history was, quote, catastrophically eventful, unquote. Actually, hundreds of ancient cultures hold that there was a global cataclysm just a few thousand years ago. Given such a global scale of that catastrophe, uh, that would imply that we need a revolution in established and accepted geochronology. This is consistent with young Earth science, or yes. If you'd like to learn more about this topic, uh, be sure to check out our website, youngearthsciencebook.com, where you can contact us and connect with our social media. That's youngersciencebook.com. Have a super day, and we'll see you next time on Speaking of Yes.